Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Richard James Verone of North Carolina was unemployed and had serious health issues. So to try and access free health care in the prison system, he carried out a very pathetic attempt at a bank robbery. The hope, if he was caught, he'd be sent to jail. Verone walked into a bank, handed the teller a note demanding only $1, and then sat on a couch in the bank waiting for the cops to arrive. Unfortunately for Mr Verone, his plan failed dismally because of the tiny amount of money he demanded. Instead of being charged with bank robbery, which would have carried a very long sentence, Verone was charged with larceny and sentenced to only 12 months imprisonment, which wasn't a long enough amount of time for him to fully recover from his health issues. You might also remember back in episode one of Smooth Criminal, where we looked at crimes involving bananas, and there was a story about a homeless man who robbed a bank using a banana as a weapon in the hope he would be sent to jail. That story resonated with me and my first thought was it's terribly sad but also completely understandable why the homeless would see prison as a better option. I mean you've got a roof over your head, hot showers, food and even sometimes employment. For most people though the thought of going to jail is their worst nightmare and we spend our lives going out of our way to make sure we never end up in one. But it turns out there's quite a few people who have committed crimes deliberately to end up in jail. And some of the reasons might surprise you. I'm Tori Hodgman and welcome to the Smooth Criminal Podcast. Firstly, a huge thank you to Smooth Criminal Groupie Bridget of New South Wales for suggesting the topic for this week's episode. So let's kick it off with a rather intelligent reason for committing a crime to hopefully end up in jail. Back in 2012, Frank Morocco of New York was suffering from very ill health, but he wasn't in a position to pay for life-saving health care. Morocco had been released from prison earlier in the same year, where he had served 20 years for felony drug conspiracy convictions. But he'd also been diagnosed with a very rare form of leukaemia, requiring incredibly expensive medical treatment. To breach the terms of his parole, the 56-year-old walked into a grocery store and stole 23 bucks worth of items in full sight of the owner of the store, and then he slowly walked out. Morocco told the police, It was an act of desperation. At the time I did it, I felt I didn't have any other way to get the care I needed for my leukaemia. And in researching this episode, we found heaps of similar stories from all over the world like the South Korean man who tried to rob a bank with a toy knife and simply asked the teller to call the police to arrest him. He later told the cops he was broke, unemployed and in need of medical treatment for a back injury. Now to Japan, where there's been a huge spike in crimes being committed by people who are over 65 years of age. And it seems the main reason for this is because of elderly poverty. Jail provides free accommodation, food and health care and to many being imprisoned is a much more appealing option than living in poverty and potentially on the streets. 69-year-old Toshio Takata stole a bike, rode it to the police station and told an officer, look at that bike, I stole it, hoping he would be imprisoned. And he was for 12 months. Once released, 
He went on to commit another crime by threatening a couple of women with a knife until one of them reported him to the police. And on this occasion, he was sentenced to four years jail. As Toshio continues to be paid his pension while in jail, it gives him an opportunity to save money so he can look after himself financially when he's released. I found many cases of people committing crimes to go to prison for free medical care, like the case of Etame Lopez of Sacramento, California, who in 2012 was arrested for slapping a county deputy outside the county jail. Lopez later told police she'd waited for hours outside the jail for a deputy to walk by so that she could assault them and be sent to jail. Her health issue that motivated the attack? She wanted to quit smoking. And it turns out it worked. Lopez was sentenced to 63 days in jail and three years of probation. But she also lost a very unimpressed friend because of her actions, who was quoted as saying, there's easier ways to stop smoking than hitting a cop. And still on breaking addictions, let's go over to England now where in 2018 in the city of Wigan, I dated a guy from Wigan and it's, it's actually his birthday today. Bizarro. But anyway, back in England and Wigan, Wayne Dillon stole goods from a supermarket in the hope he'd be sent to prison where he'd get help for his heroin and crack cocaine addictions. Dillon begged the court to impose a sentence of incarceration and the magistrate complied, sentencing him to seven weeks in jail. Now back to the USA. A woman in Oregon who was recently released from prison robbed a bank, walked outside, threw the money up in the air outside the bank and then sat down on the pavement to wait for the police to come and arrest her. Police questioned Linda Patricia Thompson, age 59, and she told them she robbed the bank because she wanted to go back to jail. Since being released, she'd been unable to find accommodation and had also been attacked by strangers in the park where she'd been living. And according to Thompson, she was terrified she was going to die and the only place she felt safe was in jail. Okay, some of these stories are getting a bit bleak. I think it's time we look at some more light-hearted reasons why people deliberately wanted to be sent to jail. And what about when you desperately want to get into prison because of love? Well, in Germany, a teenager was desperate to win back the heart of his ex-girlfriend who'd broken up with him by breaking into a jail in the town of Vector, where his ex was incarcerated. The man was spotted by prison guards when he was on top of a 13-foot wall, and when they approached him, he refused to get down. Eventually, the fire brigade were called, and they caught him after scaling the wall with their ladder. The man was partly naked and he told the police he removed his clothing so he wouldn't get caught on the barbed wire. The heartbroken teen was charged with trespassing and unauthorised contact with prisoners, but I wasn't able to find any updates on the story, so I can't tell you if he won back the heart of his ex-girlfriend or not. A 
and in Cedar Park, Texas, love was also in the air when Alicia Waylike stole a $4 bottle of wine and sat drinking it outside the gas station she'd robbed, simply waiting for the cops to come and arrest her. Why did she do this? Well, to go and see her boyfriend, who was in jail. Problem is, she also told the cops that was why she'd stolen the wine, so they simply charged her with misdemeanor theft, and after a short time at the police station, she was released back out onto the streets on a $5,000 bond. Guess she didn't get to see her Romeo after all. And this next story from December last year is particularly cute, as on this occasion, someone was trying to break into a prison, and it wasn't what you might be thinking. It was a cat. Inmates at Her Majesty's Prison Haverig in Cumbria in the UK couldn't believe their eyes when they spotted the cat, named Padfoot, scaling a 25-foot fence and razor wire to break into the prison. Poor little Padfoot was on top of the fence and reluctant to come down, despite the inmates doing everything to coax the wannabe prisoner off the fence. Eventually, the RSPCA were called and they rescued Padfoot and took him straight to a vet where he was treated for minor injuries. According to Padfoot's owner, Angela Driver Swales, he'd been missing for four or five days before his rescue, but this wasn't the first time he'd disappeared for a few days. Swales said, He's now become a bit famous. There's been a lot of jokes about him breaking into the prison, as you can imagine. And still on love, but with a twist. In February 2007, when Anthony Miller of Pennsylvania decided to rob a local bank, the bank tellers noticed he was a really bad bank robber and they couldn't work out what was going on. Miller was very calm, didn't make any threats to staff or customers, used an unloaded gun, and after the tellers gave him the money, he sat in the bank waiting for the cops to arrive. According to the bank staff, he asked on several occasions if the police had been called and was also keen to know when the police would be arriving. Eventually, when questioned by police, Miller admitted his attempted bank robbery was so he could go to prison to get away from his wife. Miller told the police that his wife was abusive and violent and in a rather humorous and rude twist, the arresting police officer did say in court that after spending 20 minutes with Miller's wife, he was also ready to go along to jail with Miller. And in Kansas, Lawrence John Ripple pleaded guilty to robbing a bank, and his motive, like Miller's, was to escape his wife. Unfortunately for Ripple, his sentence couldn't have been worse, with him being sentenced to six months of home confinement at his house, where the wife he was trying to escape from also lived which was unfortunate considering Ripple honestly believed being in jail would be better than being at home with her. Okay, a bit of housekeeping before we end with the traditional quirky story. No, Florida. Not one tale from Florida. That's now two episodes in a row where Florida hasn't made an appearance. Will next week's episode complete the trifecta? Well, you're going to have to join us next week to find out. So over to New York, where 23-year-old Blake Leak was spotted by police trying to break into a mini-mart. The cops took chase after Leak, yet both of them fell over during the pursuit, which gave Leak a chance to escape from them, which he did, and then he found refuge on the grounds of a very large building. There was only one problem with Leak's chosen hiding spot. 
He was in the grounds of the Sing Sing Maximum Security Prison and only a minute or two after hiding there, he was arrested by a guard and led straight into the prison for processing. So that's it for another episode of Smooth Criminal. Credit for the music used in this episode is in the show notes. You can find us on Apple and Google Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, our channel on YouTube, just type in Smooth Criminal Podcast, or you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and at our website at acast.com. Please rate and review and share with your friends. And if you do listen to us on YouTube, don't forget to subscribe and also hit the like button. And thanks again to Smooth Criminal Groupie Bridget for this week's suggestion. And actually, while we're talking about YouTube channels, please go and have a look at Bridget Parker's True Crime channel. Make sure you subscribe to her channel as well. So that's it for another week. And remember, don't get hit by, don't get struck by a smooth criminal. (laughs) 